Promotional consideration paid for by the following. We're heroes in a half show, we're making a surprise. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Pies. Fresh from the sewers to you. They're mango delicious, you know that's true. Because they're filled with mutagen goo. That's vanilla pudding goo. They've got the tastiest, flakiest, greatest crust. Even better than our pizza. And it's green. Like us. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Pies. Fresh from the sewers to you. Radically sweet. It can't be deep. And there's a free turtle sticker inside, that's neat. New from Boston. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Still here, still alive, still well, barely kicking. Welcome to the five count. Still have a cough. Tons back, ladies and gentlemen. We're live from the Fireside Studios. I'm halfway back. Here's Ton. Listen, I conquered pneumonia, <laughs> but I, but everyone I talk to says, "Yeah, you're glad you're over pneumonia. Just keep enjoying that cough for another month." I'm like, what the heck, man? I don't need I don't need this. I don't need this cough action. Well, <coughs> the gentle listeners, they need ton action and they need action from ton. You know what? I need some serious action. Ton <coughs> said, "You know what? There's a blizzard. I've got quadruple pneumonia. F it. I'm doing great radio." Yeah. I went outside. I blew all the snow that got dumped on us. I came to church. I shoveled all the sidewalks at church. Came in here, got everything figure it out sort of now he's here to blow you away now i'm here i'm here to do some great radio and i hope you enjoy it i'm so excited are you that really? we're reunited son it feels so good does it really well i missed you it's been uh three weeks since missed- i've seen you your smiling face and your ton buns wow well here i am man this soak it good. all in just soak it don't Gosh. ever take it for granted folks <laughs> You never know. You never do know. You never know when Ton might come down with some sort of mystery ailment and be bedridden for a month. It was pretty weird. I, I don't I don't even recall ever having pneumonia, honestly. Can't recall that ever happening. So I thought that was an old lady disease. Yeah, to get it I was like, What? This is weird. 
What happened? You got some black mold in the ventilation or something? I mean, I don't think so. I don't know. It's very strange, but here we are. Do you think it's because you're overworked? I don't know. You're working too hard. Working too you hard. You run yourself ragged. That's possible. And you made yourself sick. And when Ton's sick, the nation mourns. <laughs> really? Wow. Other than Chill Bill. He doesn't mourn at all. He's excited. Hey, speaking of Billy Floyd shouts, yeah. I heard that it's his birthday or was yesterday or is no in a couple of days or whatever the hell day it is. It's his birthday? It was on Friday. Or it is on Friday. Whenever you're listening to this, it's this week. Wow. All around good guy, Billy I Floyd totally shouts. F- I totally forgot. His birthday is close to my daughter's. It's funny that I would forget. I mean, I guess I just always think about my daughter's birthday, but. Well, you did almost die several times. Wow. So I think he can give you a pass this year. Well, happy birthday, Floyd Shouts. I hope you had a wonderful birthday. I really do. He's sincere, I can tell. This um, near-death experience has really changed ton for the better. I'll see if I can bring my daughter all the way to Waseca Culver's and pay a visit. (laughs) She loves Culver's. (laughs) I don't know if it's uh, Wasika or Owatonna. I got a little confused as to where this frozen custard stand resides. Oh, which one he works at or whatever? Also, I don't know for sure if he wants us telling everyone where he works. Oh, okay. So forget I said all that Just stuff. forget all that stuff. I can say for certain, though, if you ask my daughter where she wants to eat, like, hey, you want to go out to eat? Let's go to Culver's. She wants to go to Culver's immediately. Again, like pneumonia... I thought Culver's was a place for old ladies. Yeah, it is. And my four-year-old daughter, soon to be five. When you're pushing 80 and you get pneumonia, you go to Culver's for a butter burger. Yeah, she loves that single patty cheeseburger with pickles. She's got to have pickles and ketchup. She loves it. Sometimes she does mustard also. Fries, chocolate milk. How often do you say you eat there on the reg? Mm. Three times a week? No, 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 no. Twice a day? I don't really eat there that much ever, but my wife and her go there what I think is somewhat often, which is probably actually, well, currently, not very much. I mean, once a month, maybe. I know when you go there because you always email me your receipts for some reason. Yeah. I think we've been there twice this month. Still not sure why you do that. It's my phone auto puts in the five counts email for some reason and i just don't think about it and hit submit boom and then you get it and then i see that ton's making 48 dollar purchases from culver's <laughs> i'm thinking man i didn't even spend that much on groceries last month last month must be rough and you got a little son and you don't wow yeah my wife spends a ridiculous amount of groceries on groceries so i did start however this is an old man thing probably maybe i don't know but I started ordering this a salad from Culver's. I stopped getting a burger and started getting a salad. And oh. I don't even eat the whole salad in one city. <laughs> I eat like half the salad. Well, I guess since uh, with your senior discount, I mean it's not that wasteful. You don't. If you were paying full price, I'd say whoa. But <laughs> calm down, calm down, there, old man. Full price. Ton, it's the five count. Do you remember how to do this? I think so. I mean, we're doing it right now. We're live from the Fireside Studios. We're doing it right now. 
It's great to be back, baby. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good so far. Do you want to know what's happening on the program? Yeah. We've got an exclusive interview coming back to the show. He was just on the show like five or six months ago, but he's back. He's back. Rick Wakeman. Wow. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. Yeah. We had him on last year because he had a show, and then that show got postponed, and now there's a makeup date, and he's like, hey, I got to get back on your show. Let the people know. Nice. Rick Wakeman's back in town. He's back in town. At the Pantages Theater. Wow. On March 4th. It's coming right up. Get your tickets. Rick Wakeman. He'll be wearing a cape and everything. Really? He still wears the capes. That's awesome. I tried to convince Ton to wear capes, but he said, we're on the radio, you dingus. (laughs) I might start wearing them, though. I was talking to my daughter about that tonight. I think you can hear it. Start start wearing a cape, but I want that really high collar like Dracula has. How many people who wear capes pop the collars? Will you be the first? I mean, certainly not the first, but I mean, if you look at it in the context of right now, probably not many others have the collar going on. Yeah, ton is a cape collar popping Casanova. The question is, what is the color of the cape? For you? Yeah. Something with sequence, I would guess. Sequence. Something real shiny. Something that hurts to look at. Even on the outside? Like your good looks. Wow. I was thinking more subtle on the outside, but the inside could be craziness. You know what I'm saying? Like the American flag? No, 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 no. (laughs) Not that. But it could be like sequence and silks and some kind of patterns. and The whole thing should be silk, though, right? What if it was a embroidered picture of you wearing a different cape on the lining of the cape Mm, that you had on i like this idea move over thunder lips so there's sequence on the outside of my cape plus on the inside there's an embroidered picture of me with a cape on and the cape that i have on also has sequence on the inside right or on the outside whatever you just blew my mind yes dude i love this idea can there be rhinestones also I don't know. I think you're already pushing it. Is there diamonds? This is too much for me. I want it to be when I'm walking in the sunlight that people can't, like, you actually can't look at me. Like, you want to look at me so badly, but it's so bright and shiny in your face that it'll, like, burn your eyeballs almost if you do look. You know what I'm saying? You'll start crashing into fire hydrants and stuff. People start crying. You know what I'm saying? People already do that. I'm already averting my eyes, typically, so it won't be a big deal for me. (laughs) Yeah, this sounds awesome. I'm going to try my best to make Ton laugh as much as I can so he coughs all the time. (laughs) I like this whole idea. Hey, this is no laughing matter, Ton. You know what else we're doing tonight? What? A tribute. 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 Not a tribute. What are we doing? The hell's a tribute? I don't know. (laughs) Why would you even say that? Listen, I was going to gloss over it. I was just going to let you have it. Ton, director Ivan Reitman died. What? Did you know this? <laughs> no. Tons of also about to die, so we'll yeah. prepare a tribute for him as well. Please do. Typically, I guess we don't do tributes for movie directors. No. But in this case, like the guy directed all of your favorite films, or he was the producer of them. Man. I mean, the guy was the producer of Space Jam, for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> he was also the producer of 
Well, Tons' top three favorite films, all by Ivan Reitman. We're talking uh, Kindergarten Cop. Ooh. We're talking Junior, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Pregnant Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. And he was the producer of Heavy Metal. Wow. Tons' favorite animated booby movie. That is absolutely 100% true. He did all that stuff. Wow. And he was the director of Twins. That's crazy. That is crazy. United outside and in. What a guy. Oh, and he also did the Ghostbuster movies, if you heard of those. Yes, of course. And Meatballs. And Meatballs. Meatballs. Some other stuff, too. That's awesome. What a guy. Yeah. So So, I figured, like, all the soundtracks for that stuff we just mentioned. They're all awesome. Like, you got to do something. This is a great plan. This is going to be a great show. Didn't even have time to do them all. Like, Stripes. Animal House. Man, man. There's a bunch of stuff. It's kind of crazy, actually. But, well, Pepe, uh, we got some coming up right now. Bobby Brown. Tons always looking for reasons to play more Bobby Brown. That was my only gripe with the newest Ghostbusters film. I actually liked the film, but there was an extreme lack of Bobby Brown. Like, you could have played Bobby Brown at the credits. You could have played Bobby Brown right at the end. That would have worked. Everything would have been cream cheese. You would have got full five, ten star review from me, but no. You had to omit the Bobby Brown. I don't know what the problem is. Do you think they should have maybe instead of Gozer coming back a second time, they could have substituted Gozer with Bobby Brown? Oh, I don't know, man. Wow. Think maybe there's that. a part two that could happen. Ghostbusters part two. Part two. What is it called? Is it called Afterlife? Ghostbusters Afterlife. When we need a part two, and Bobby Brown needs to be involved. Somehow. More Afterlife. Yes, after Afterlife, Bobby Brown edition. Well, we'll figure that out. Tons working on a script. Let's do it. Let's play some uh, music from Ivan Reitman films, and then we'll come back.
What's Up? It's your friend Rick Dees, and you're listening to The Five Count. Right here, it just gets better and better. The Five Count. Attention all campers, afternoon swim schedule is as follows. Advanced Dolphins will report to the dock for survival swimming and IQ testing. All senior silverfish meet on the beach for noon sunbathing. Junior salmon, trout, and herring report to the nearest delicatessen. Six-year-old tadpoles report to the swamp. And all lobsters, get out of here, you're a menace.
Hey, this is Ernie Hudson. And man, on the five count, I have heard that'll turn you white. We're back. Oh yeah. Welcome back to Swap Shop. Swap Shop. Where we have items to buy, sell, trade, or give away. Wow. Ton, I'm just kidding. It's the five count. Those were the good old days. Do people give stuff away anymore? Uh, I just gave you a Christmas CD in February. You are a gem though. You are that a special true. gem of a man. Thank you. I don't know if that stuff happens in regular life anymore. 
people giving things to other people. Yeah, or even just trading. People trade stuff anymore. You're asking if people barter. Yeah. For goods and services. I don't think they do anymore. I think most people have moved on to crypto or checkbooks. Dude, I work with somebody who has some other friend. I know this sounds very... Um, made up. Made up, but it's not. <laughs> this this coworker of mine is like, dude, my buddy, he just became a millionaire overnight. I was like, what? And he shows me like a screenshot of the guy's like crypto account. He's like, he invested in this crypto and whatever. And he's like, no, he's, it says it's worth $17 million. I was like, what, dude? Instantly? And I was like trying to ask details, like how much did he invest? Or like, what's going on? He just literally overnight somehow it's worth 17 mil. And I was like, yeah, but then he still has to he has to sell off that cryptocurrency to get the 17 mil, right? Whatever. And we're talking about it. But all my coworker buddy can think about is how his friend is suddenly a millionaire. Comes back today. This is a couple days ago. Comes back today. And he's like, from across the room, he's like, done. I was like, yes, dude. Remember my buddy who was a millionaire? I was like, yes. He goes, it was a glitch. Damn. <laughs> no, I was like, can you imagine all the people that are into this crypto stuff? Look at your account and think you're like, I'm cashing in 17 mil. And then you get a little email that says, sorry, this is a glitch in our system. You're not you're not a millionaire. So did he go out and buy a bunch of stuff <laughs> thinking he had all this money coming in? I have no idea. Some people probably did, though. I don't know. I mean, that'd be kind of crazy if he did that in one day, but there had to be somebody who was just ridiculous and, you know what I mean, like partied all night or something, took everybody out. No, oh, whatever, I'm a millionaire now. F it. Let's go. And then the next morning you wake up, you got an email. Sorry, there's a glitch in our crypto business. Ton, if that happened to a you, glitch. would you still do the show? Oh, yeah. You'd quit everything else and just no. focus all your time on making great radio? No, not no, no. <laughs> just 17 mil? I don't know what I would do. I, would, I think I would keep working for a while and try to... F- <laughs> figure out something you can't take it with you Tom and in your case you'll be going somewhere real quick well you I know, think I would just have to have maybe to you figure, came back too soon figure some things out you're gonna be okay you don't sound so good maybe it's a tumor isn't there like I mean I, I you'd have to wait you know what I mean until you figure out all the taxes that you owe and all this stuff and I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I think you'd have to figure out. You don't just... I mean, okay, if it was like hundreds of millions, 17 million. I know this sounds probably really dumb to say, but that doesn't seem like a lot, a lot to just be like, well, screw this, not working or doing anything ever again. If it was somehow like a Powerball thing where you got 300 (laughs) million, then I'd think about it. Ton, you could have just said yes. No. Can't do it. Just asking you if you won the lottery, if you would dedicate more time to the show, and you can't even just say, Yeah, of course. Not in the beginning. (laughs) I can't win. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what I would do? <clears throat> Cough on the air a lot? I would definitely buy a new house, and I would build out a studio, and I would definitely have some kind of room in my house that this radio station could be in. So Permanent. we'd move from the Fireside Studios to to what? What would the new studios had your house be called? I don't know. It would definitely need a name. I'd have to talk to you about that. Tonio? Maybe it would. Maybe the radio part would be a separate room. I don't know. But I'm talking like legit. If I had millions of dollars, I would build like a music, like a quality, like a studio with a sound booth and everything where we could like record albums and it would be awesome. Now, I feel like uh, if that were the case, Don, then you could probably hire some actual studio session musicians that know how to play their instruments and you wouldn't need me. Well, I could do that, but that's not. I would still build the studio. <laughs> I <Yep>. gotcha. <laughs> but we wouldn't record this show in the studio like that. I mean, it's a little overkill. Don, you know what's not overkill? What? Having Rick Wakeman on the program yes. for the second time in less than six months. That is definitely not overkill. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. He was in a band called Yes. Remember them? Yeah. Well, I he was do. in them. I do remember Yes. Now he's on the show tonight. Awesome. Got an interview coming up. First, got a message for you that was sent to the Five Count Hotline. Did you know that we have our own hotline, like on the telephone and stuff? I did know that. 507-519-2030. You can call that number. You can leave us a voicemail. You can text that number. 507-519-2030. That is the Five Count Hotline. Here is a text message. From John in New Ulm. By text or on air, for sure. Let Ton know. I hope he gets better. I watched some Wayne's World Part 2 on Dad's TV when I visited him. That's all the news for now. From the land that time forgot. John. Wow. P.S. Iron Maiden has a new 40 anniversary cassette. Mashed potatoes with shredded cheese. Is that the name of it? I don't. I don't know. You'd have to appreciate uh, John writes or texts, as it were, like prints with numbers in place of words. Oh, does he? I didn't even know that. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Way to go, John! Thanks for the well wishes. And did did time really forget New Ulm? Is it is New Alm like? I guess I forgot about it. I don't ever forget about New Alm. I forget to go there a lot, which is all the time. I mean, never. I mean, it is true. I don't go there very much, but in these current times, I don't really go anywhere really very much. <laughs> I just go to work and go to home. But, um, you know, when I think about it, it's like I want to go there. I want to go there and go out to eat and go to the movies and hang out well tell me when we're supposed to be hitting the road this summer for the five count road tour remember yeah man how are we gonna do that we can't leave town until 8 30 at night i don't know what we're gonna do i don't know it's gonna be a tough one you're gonna head to uh head to disc jockey to pick up this new 40th anniversary iron maiden cassette that's really interesting. I'd like to know what's up with that. It's called mashed potatoes with shredded cheese. 
Is that really what it's called? I don't know why John would lie about something like that. It's not called that, is it? Do you know a bigger Iron Maiden fan than John in New Ulm? I, really, I don't. I really don't. Dust, we need to go to the lamplighter. We need to go to the lamplighter. Is that a hockey-themed restaurant? No, it's the restaurant in New Ulm, dude. We need to go to the lamplighter. Isn't there another one? There's like another one that I want that I need to... You I thought... You won't want to go there. I want to go everywhere, Ton, all the time. You never can go. No, well, it's a place that has, like, sausage and sauerkraut and stuff, and you don't want to go there, do you? I love sausage. Look at me. You love sausages? I stick so many sausages in my mouth on the reg. Oh, I've been to George's Fine Steaks and Spirits also. That place is good. Is it the lamplighter where you can get the the sausages? Is that where it is? Let's just go to the lamplighter. Can we go there? Yep. Yes. We're there. We're there right now. Let me see the menu, dude. In my mind. Is that the place for real? I wish John from New Ulm was on the phone right now. You could take Billy Floyd shouts. You know, it was his birthday. It doesn't look like that's the place. Yes, daily special sauerkraut. Maybe that is the place. We could have a sausage party yes, with the dude. birthday boy. Sausages. Birthday shouts. Man. They have a lot of burgers on the menu. I don't remember them having burgers. This is not the place. There's another place. Please don't tell me it closed down. Do you think it closed down? Uh, I don't go to New Ulm, remember? Like ever? Sorry. I haven't been to New Ulm in probably 15 years. Oh, man. This is not the place. There was a different place. Is it closed? I don't see it on Google. I'm really getting starting to get bummed here now. Sorry, I'm starting Tom. to get bummed out. Maybe before you get too bummed, we should move on with the show. Okay. Hey, I got a question here from Brian Reby of Brian Reby Drives Electric. Really? He says, I'm sure I'm not the only one who woke up with a five-count T-shirt on my hotel floor this morning. Oh, boy. Wow. Not the first. Wow. Won't be the last. My goodness. Brian Reby is on his way to Cocoa Beach, birthplace of the model Rick Martell. That is awesome. They're going there to have sausage, I believe. He's going to Cocoa Beach? It's That's in Florida. Crazy. Go to his uh, YouTube channel, Brian Reby Drives Electric. What a guy. you probably see a whole video about the big trip that you, you weren't invited on, but maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next time. What a guy. I better start watching his channel. He's probably going to have videos on it, right? Cocoa Beach, man. It's a YouTube show. He's a good guy. Hey, we have videos on our YouTube channel sometimes. Yeah, we do. Sometimes we don't. Well, there's always videos on our YouTube channel. Don't you worry about that. Just I go suppose. there. They so, do stay there once they're there. Yeah, they're there. We should have some new ones coming up. Don't get too caught up in this like must-have brand new stuff every single day. Ton, I'm a stickler for schedules, and you know this. I know this. More so than anyone you've ever known. Yes. I'm like a Swiss clock. Are you? <laughs> in that I know what time it is that stuff's supposed to be done. <laughs> wow. Good for you. Thanks. Hey, Ton, we've got an exclusive interview with Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Rick Wakeman. Let's check it out. He's playing at the Pantages Theater on March 4th in Minneapolis. 
the even grumpier old rock star tour. Love this idea. Let's hear it, shall we? Yes. We're joined on the phone today once again by Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Rick Wakeman. He'll be back on the road here for his even grumpier old rock star tour. He was set to play the Pantages Theater in Minneapolis last year. That got postponed. Now it's going to be coming up again on March 4th. Hey, Rick, how you doing today? How are you, sir? I am uh, doing well. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time. No problem at all, my friend. Well, I know you're back on the road again for the even grumpier old rock star tour. Uh, fingers crossed, yeah. I guess. Uh, you got to be extra grumpy having to reschedule all these shows again. Well, that's right. That's why it's became the even grumpier old rock star tour. Uh, because it, 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 the shows have been put off, I think, four times. Uh, but we were determined to do them eventually. And we finally cut round and we split the tour over the two, two bits, really. We did the East Coast at the end of last year. And, and, uh, and now we've got uh, the West Coast, Big West, and, then, and a few other bits and pieces that we couldn't get in before. I was determined to get them all in somehow. I'd have waited till I was 150 if necessary. <laughs> and you're coming uh, to Minneapolis uh, to the Pantages Theater. Uh, that show uh, from last oh, November. Oh, now it's uh, going to be March 4th. I'm glad you said that because I, I have always argued with those of people about how you pronounce it, whether it's the Pantages, Pantages, Pantages. Uh, so you've now told me the correct pronunciation. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned um, having to reschedule so many times. Has the show mostly stayed intact from what you had planned on doing, or have you made some changes here over the last year? There will be a couple of changes, I think, um, because just to uh, keep me alert and keep the, the show fresh, yeah, there'll be a, there'll be a couple of changes. I'm, I'm not 100% certain what they'll be, but there certainly will be. Excellent. And again, uh, that'll be uh, March 4th at the Pantages Theater in Minneapolis, and you know, besides uh, being a great musician, Rick, obviously you're a great storyteller, and I love that you're able to weave that into the set list every night. And you know, definitely not something most musicians could pull off—the kind of uh, show you've got planned here. Yeah, I mean, there's the comedy thing I've been doing for crikey, uh, forty plus years here in the UK. Um, I have my own comedy shows and things on the television and whatever, and I, I love comedy and comedy and music are the greatest combination in the world. They're, they're so good. Uh, yeah, there will be some ludicrously stupid stories going in between the pieces. You can guarantee that. Awesome. And, I, and I've read you've been working on a new album as well. How's that been coming along for you? It's been coming on well. Uh, obviously, the, um, the all the restrictions that keep being thrown at us over here have held things up. But, you know, that's not been a bad thing because it's enabled me to, to get a, a, a chunk done and then have a, a month or so where I can just put it to one side and then come back to it and listen to it fresh. Uh, the same with the mu- musicians I've been working with. So, you know, I don't, I don't mind that. It's, there's no fixed time when it has to be finished, although I will want it done. I would really much like it finished by the beginning of the summer. Well, with the amount of not only the albums you've released yourself, but all the work you've done with Yes and all the session work, I mean, you're still coming up with some great stuff. It's it's incredible. You're able to keep everything straight, all the stuff you've done over the years. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that boils down to the fact that I can't do anything else. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm useless to anything. I would have loved to have been a pro footballer, but uh, what stopped me doing that was the fact that I wasn't good enough. Uh, I'd like to have been a great painter, but what stopped me doing that is I wasn't good enough. Uh, so basically, you know, I, 
I stick with what I, I think I'm half decent at, which is music, which I love, major part of my life, and always will be. And when you listen back to some of the uh, session stuff you've done, you know, so many iconic songs with David Bowie and Elton John, Cat Stevens, but is there a song or an artist maybe that you were really proud of that you wished more people maybe had caught on to? Um, obviously, I, was, I had great fun working with, with David Bowie. He was absolutely brilliant. Um, probably there's one album that I worked on that I just always thought was going to be a massive album. That's Al Stewart's Orange album. Uh, there's a a track on there called News from Spain that I think is a a, a cracking track Um, but of course after he made that album uh, Al came to America and uh, then The Year of the Cat and other huge albums and Orange somehow just got a little bit lost on the shelf and I always say to people you know you want to hear some of Al's greatest work listen to the Orange album and uh, Rick, last time we spoke, we were talking about uh, your work on Ozzy's Osmosis album. And then I, I see that uh, your son has uh, been playing with Ozzy for quite a while, too. That's got to be cool that uh, your your sons are kind of uh, picking up the, the legacy here. That's great. I mean, I love doing the Osmosis album. I still think Perry Mason is one of the classic rock tracks of all time. Um, yeah, Adam's been playing with Ozzy for oh, over 20 years now, and... Uh, they, they get on great. He loves Ozzy to bits and Sharon and all, all of that. And uh, he, he really does enjoy working. Although Ozzy, of course, for the last two, two plus years, you know, hasn't, hasn't been out on the road. Um, hope he gets out soon, more Ozfest, and uh, as looking forward to it, that's for sure. Yeah, it's great that all my boys are playing. I mean, Oliver spent some time, two years with, with Yes, with Steve Howe. Um, yeah, it, it's great. They're all, they're all doing a bit. And, and I'm pleased because... I want them to earn lots of money and look after their old dad. <laughs> well, Rick, I know the tour is back on and you're working on the new album. Is there anything else maybe in the works we should be looking for? Um, there's, there's, there's a, a, a musical that I've been working on with Tim Rice, for Tim Rice. So, uh, but that's, that's a year and a half away, but we've been, it's coming together well. Excellent. Well, looking forward to that. And of course, uh, again, you'll be at the Pantages Theater in Minneapolis on March 4th and fingers crossed here it looks like everything should be going off without a hitch this time so it's going to be great to see you rick and again thank you so much for your time i appreciate it thank you very much appreciate it thanks and again that was the one and only rick wakeman rock and roll hall of famer he's back on the road for the even grumpier old rock star tour uh postponed dates from last year now being made up and uh, he'll have one in minneapolis at the pantages theater on march 4th Ground control to Major Tom Ground control to Major Tom Take your protein pills and put your helmet on Ground control to Major Tom Sing countdown engines on Three, two, check ignition and may God's love be with you.
Hi, this is Rick Wakeman, and you're listening to The Five Count. All I know that you 
With your shoes full of sand And the golden rays of the sun Divide in the slanting mists of the rain And Maggie is on the road again Oh, I know that you were a sailor, she said Till you came too close to the shore Unlike any shipwrecked sailor now You live by an open door And when evening sails in the masts of the trees Your feet seem to slip on the ground And you long for the little ship In which you can safely drown And the silver mounds of the waves Divide at the feet of the wind and the rain And Maggie is far at sea again Oh, I know that you were an outlaw, she said And you robbed both the rich and the poor Now you seek my bed like a sanctuary But you keep one eye on the door And you press my hand in the dead of the night Say I can heal all your wounds In the morning your eyes just look hunted again You'll be leaving soon And the silver rays of the moon Divide in the slanting mists of the rain And Maggie is on the prowl again So I know that you are an artist, she said And you make your songs out of clay For you carry the dust on your hands and your face You never quite brushed it away And you work with your back to an open door While the light is beginning to fade And the windows are liquid, the sky is alive And the night is jade And the silver rays of the moon Divide in the slanting mists of the rain And Maggie is on the road again And the silver rays of the moon Divide at the feet of the wind and the rain And Maggie I'm at your door again
Hi, this is Carl Palmer from Carl Palmer's ELP Legacy, and you're listening to The Five Count.
And we're back. Dust. Time to steal reading menus off of Google. That was a great interview, but I have to say, John, if you're still listening, it was the Kaiserhof. That's what I was thinking of. That's where I want to go. That's where I want to go. I want to go to the Pantages Theater on March 4th to see Rick Wakeman. Thanks for being on the program. Again, two-time, five-count alumnus, Rick Wakeman. Awesome. Ton, it's great to be uh, back at the Fireside Studios. John, please, if you're listening right now, tell us if you've been to the Kaiserhof, if you like the Kaiserhof, what you usually order there, and if you ever wanted to meet us at the Kaiserhof and eat some some bratwurst or some Wiener, Wiener schnitzel. Do we have to talk like that if we go there? No. Sauerkraut and braised Because you're being very dude. offensive right now. Smoked pork chop. Mmm. Son, are you German? Dude, hot German potato salad. Yes. No, I don't know. Maybe a little bit. Oh, because if you're not, then that's extremely offensive. Is it really? The accents and the caricatures you're Why? portraying here. But I'm saying I love it. You can get chicken Kiev. You can get a chicken strip dinner, dust. <laughs> Why do you think that's what I want? Because I eat off the kitty menu? Yes, probably. I mean, what would you eat? I don't know. You like bratwurst? Sure. Is it rated number one by Yahoo? I don't Best know. bratwurst? I don't know. No, I'm not going there for that. Have you had German potato salad, dude? I don't like potato salad. Yeah, but this is not like potato salad that you know of as potato salad. This is German potato salad. It's warm. It doesn't have mustard or eggs. Ton, I am of much, much greater German descent than you are, so yeah. don't be talking to me about the differences between this and that. All you do is make offensive <laughs> impersonations of people who you don't even have any business doing. Yeah, but you didn't answer me that you knew what German potato salad is. I know. I don't want it. And I had to make sure that I told you it was not. it's not like the creamy yellow potato salad that you see in stores. It's nothing like that. It's not at all like that. It's delicious. God, it's good. We'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What makes you hate potato salad? Because I don't like uh, cold salad type things. Just not into it. It's so not, this is not it's cold. It's not my jam. This one's hot. It's not cold. It's hot. There's nothing worse than a uh, cold salad that's been heated up. It's, it's not heated up. It's made that way. German potato salad is made hot. Come on, man. Tony, we got a voicemail. I haven't listened to it yet, so it could be offensive. This has been a test of the emergency broadcast system. Please confirm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you feel about that? That was me when I was really sick trying to call you. <laughs> oh, that was you? <laughs> that was me. When I was really sick. And I'll be damned. And I was trying to call you. And that's all I could think to say. I did not know that was you. (laughs) I thought that was some anonymous prankster. No, it's when I was real sick. Okay. Well, that was Ton who left a message on the five count hotline. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Glad we were able to get that on. Yeah. You really didn't know that was me. I didn't. Wow. Sounded like some 
sick b-hole yeah i guess i was partly right you were partly right maybe wholly right i don't know ton speaking of sick b-holes why don't we go back in time to uh a time when you were a sick b-hole still if you catch my drift (laughs) i'd catch your drift dude i hear you because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years and five count history Ah, yes. February 25th, 2012. Seems like only a couple of years ago. Yeah, man. But it was actually 10. 10 years ago. This is a big show time, I'll tell you why. It was me and you and our good friend, Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, yeah. You know, WWE Hall of Famer. Yes. Former WCW heavyweight champion. Yeah, man. And inventor of DDP yoga. Yeah. He was on the show with us 10 years ago. That's awesome. He was talking about uh, DDP yoga, which I don't think it's called that anymore, but he's talking about being a tag team with Jay Leno. He tried to get us to uh, do the yoga program, and we said, no, thanks, because we thought we were too buff at the time. Crazy. Looking back, you probably should have taken him up on that. I still have it. Do you do it? Obviously you do. I mean, look at you. Just ripped now because of DDP yoga. Should have joined me, man. Yeah. I should have done a lot of things, but I've made my choices in life, and here I am. All right. Too late now. DDP. Was he on the show more than once? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe I was going to have him. No way. I think he was. Because he had a book out or something a couple years ago. Okay. It's hard to keep track of. I remember he was cool to talk to. He was a nice guy. Maybe you should go to thefivecount.com and find out how many times we've had Diamond Dallas Page on the show. DDP. Check it out. DDP. Sorry. Self high five. That's a ton gives himself. At least twice a day. Twice a day. Self high five. (laughs) love it you know what i'm talking about (laughs) dude so we had ddp on 10 years ago he was in the uh, devil's rejects yes he was and ready to rumble remember that movie i do pretty good movie just wanted to throw that out there in case you didn't know that that was 10 years ago ton you gave a diamond cutter to southern minnesota man now we're global what a guy i assume we're global maybe we're just still local but i like to think that we are definitely picked up a couple listeners over the last decade yes we are definitely global now got a big wasika contingency (laughs) yeah we do actually heather if you're listening talking about you she's not she could be listening heather still listens i talk to heather basically every day almost she should join us on patreon there's fun stuff happening there she should call this program that's what she should do you could could call the five count hotline everybody's doing it well it's not true nobody's doing it except for a guy i thought had done it but then it turns out it was ton it was me real sick not feeling good 
ton. Speaking of Patreon, we have a series only on Patreon, exclusive to the sexy patrons. Yes. It's called The Five Count at the Movies. Oh, yeah. And I think there's probably a new episode that is available now that just dropped yesterday. Crazy. I think. Pretty sure. Trying to gauge Ton's uh, facial expression here as to whether or not that (laughs) happened. (laughs) Sure, man. It happened. We watched a film called Creating Rem Laser. I think that's what it's called. Creating Rem Laser? It It was a film that was requested by longtime, sometime listener Amy Hawkery. Oh, wow who I don't think joins us on Patreon, so she'll actually not ever see it, but she did request it. Wow. So there is that. Crazy. We try to make everybody out there part of the show, try to fulfill long-time requests and yeah. dreams and fantasies. Ton does what he can. Do what I can, man. That's all I can do. He's like a great radio Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, I wish that were true. Wow. That's awesome. Bringing ear gifts to the boys and girls. <laughs> ear gifts. Yikes. I hope it's like a little audio gift that just trickles right out of your, your speaker, that right into your little earlobes. Wow. Ton, speaking of Christmassy ear gifts, I heard that you were watching Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, man. Started, started, just started it. Watched one episode. First episode. Harvesting Friends. I think is what it was called. Something like that. Harvesting Friends. Yeah, something like that. So it wasn't the uh, made for TV movie pilot? No. Where they celebrate Christmas and Mr. Edwards braves the elements to bring them their gifts? Nope. It's the first episode of season one where they go. To Walnut Grove, they build. He builds the house. He goes into town. He starts working at the mill. He's got to work at the mill to pay for the lumber that he used to build his house. Of course, you know. And then he's trying to get himself a plow and some seed because he's got a hundred acres to farm yet. And he has to, he has to do some trading for that too. He's got to. Re, he says he's going to rebuild this guy's shed and restack all his grain for use of a plow and some seed. That guy tries to stiff him, makes him sign a contract, comes prematurely, takes his oxen before he gets even his seat in. Man, Pa's working his tush off. So Ingalls has to deck him. Ingalls is working 12 hours for that guy working on his shed, or six hours for that guy working on his shed, six hours at the mill, going home and planting seed and farming until it's dark out, going inside, trying to sleep a little bit. Then he ends up saying, you know what? I've not been paying enough attention to my girls here and my family. Let's have a wonderful picnic. Goes out on a picnic. They're all having a wonderful time. Pa's flying a kite. Kite gets caught in a tree. He's like, no problem. We go get this kite down for your girls. It's no problem. He climbs up there, falls out of the tree, breaks a rib. Now he's really in a world of hurt. That guy comes and tries to take his oxen. He's like, listen, you're obviously not going to get all this stuff done because you got a broken rib now, and here's the contract. But all of the town joins together (laughs) to help Ingalls because he 
harvested something he didn't realize, which was friends. Can you imagine? Give me a minute here. I know. I've, I've seen it several times, but it still gets me. Oh, it was good. And that's wow. all just one episode. Just one episode. Wait till you see the crazy crap that happens over the next nine seasons. It was really something. It's really interesting. Um, You're like the Michael Landon of public radio. <laughs> if you don't I mind really? me saying. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it was really interesting watching it because I didn't. I remember it being a thing when I was a kid, but I remember it more being a thing like my mom would talk about it. You know what I mean? Or or she would say, like, oh, Little House is on. And they'd like, keep it on. Or like my grandma or somebody. You know what I mean? Oh, it's not. I'm watching Little House. But I don't remember it being like a little kid thing that I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch Little House. It's more like Little House is on. And people loved. What's the guy's name again? What landed? Michael Landon. Michael Landon. People loved Michael Landon, right? It was like a big deal. Michael Landon was like this huge deal. I remember when he was in like a di- like a movie after Little House, and I remember my grandma and stuff. But oh, Michael Landon, he's in this. You know, well, we gotta watch this. You know, something because he was in it. So it's really interesting now trying to watch the program and s- sort of trying to like sift through like what what like what there was hype there was like hype all about this program and now i'm trying to check it out and see what all this hype is it's interesting and then when you met me and you thought to yourself how could such a sexy he-man watch so much little house on the prairie and now you're realizing you watch all these years later yeah I remember you staying up late at night watching all of it, Little House, man. And I was completely like, what, dude? You're watching Little House? What is going on here? What is ha- <laughs> What is happening? He said it like that in a hushed tone. Yeah. What is going on here? <laughs> watching Little House, dude. Like, all right, we're watching Little House, I guess, dude. Now here we are. 15 <laughs> years later, you finally come around. <laughs> Watch some Little House, dude. Good quality programming. That's <laughs> what it is, right? Amen. We need to bring it back. The world needs Little House. We could try to get El Monzo on the show. Yeah? We did have uh, Laura Ingalls mm-hmm. and Nellie Olson. Yes, we did. Well, we had uh, a couple other people. A lot of them are dead. Yeah. Sorry. I always thought we should have Mary Ingalls on. Yeah. Because she was uh, also in your favorite f- uh, film, Happy Birthday to Me. Happy Birthday to Me. You remember that one? No. I thought it was your favorite. <laughs> you remember the VHS cover where the guy has like the shish kebab getting shoved in his mouth? Everybody oh, saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the grocery store when you yes. go there to rent videos. Yep. Everyone knows that cover. I remember that. Did we watch this? I don't know. We can. Happy birthday. Maybe we ought to. Probably should. Look for that on a future episode of The Five Count at the Movies. Right now, we should play some music. All right. Maybe some birthday songs for Billy Floyd shouts. Let's do it. Ton, here is brand new Moles. Yes. 
Mankato's favorite rock combo. Love this. Love them. One 
Wish that I were skinny. We got the big fat tooth fat. How'd we get so darn fat? Overweight blues. There ought to be a law against carrots and greens. Replace them with taters and pork and beans. Tomatoes, they sure are pretty and red. But when it comes to eating, give me butter and bread. Oh, we, we wiggle, wiggle and we waddle when we're walking down the street. We jiggle and we joggle. I ain't ever seen the beat. Oh, oh, oh. Aunt Nelly, what a big load of jelly. Uncle Bud, Uncle Bud, what a bucket full of mud. We, we got, got the big fat, too fat. How'd we get so darn fat? Overweight blues. Like a hog and the fat sticks to me like a knot on a log. I've got no money. 
money for my grocery bills. Gonna live on coffee and vitamin pills. Oh, we wiggle and we waddle when we're walking down the street. We jingle and we joggle, I ain't ever seen the beat. It drives me batty when they call me fatty. I don't care, I don't care, it was fun to put it there. We got the big fat, too fat, how'd we get so darn fat? Overweight blues. We say that tomorrow we're going on a diet. But when we eat candy, we've always got to try it. We're the last to leave the table, cause we hate to leave the crumbs. And we never start the diet, cause tomorrow never. Oh, we wiggle and we waddle when we're walking down the street. We jingle and we joggle, I ain't ever seen the beat. My shape ain't classy, but I'm fat and sassy. It's a treat to see you eat every ton of you is sweet. We've got the big fat, too fat. How'd we get so darn fat? Oh, overweight blues.
is Mark Price, better known as Skippy from Family Ties, better known by old people. You're listening to The Five Count. I bet we've been together for a million years.
I look real good today. 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 Jumping out the motherfucking Bentley. Rolling in that gas and new Balenci's. Walking with a pocket full of Benjis. I'm a 10 piece. I look real good today. 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 Dive in a pussy like scuba. Mommy look good, she from Cuba. All white like cocaine. Gang, spend a lot of money on my chain. Keep me a strap like Rambo. Look hit my phone, that Fernando. I was trapping, cooking in a bando. Look at my face, glass and mango. I look real good today. 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 Jumping out the motherfucking Bentley. Rolling in a gas and new Balenci's. Walking with a pocket full of Benjis. I'm a 10 piece. I look real good today. 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 We're back, Don. Yes. Can I just say, you look real good today. (laughs) Thank you so much. Wow. Welcome back to the five count. It's been pretty good. That was a song for Billy Floyd Shouts. Happy birthday, man. It's his birthday. All around good guy, Billy Floyd Shouts. Guess what? Tomorrow is my daughter's birthday. So happy birthday, Sophia. Get right out of town. Not getting anywhere out of town. It's her birthday tomorrow, man. Tomorrow, like Sunday? Yes. It's Sophia's birthday on Sunday. Unfortunately, she also shares that birthday with one Cameron Miller. If you happen to be listening, happy birthday, Cam. I hope all your dreams come true. Me too. I don't know who you are, but good luck, sir. I hope my daughter has a good day. We're not really having a party right now. We're going to wait and see if things kind of calm down like we did last year and have like a summer party for her, I guess. If this COVID business calms down. Summer. Oh, like last year? Yeah. The one that I wasn't invited to? I guess so. Yeah. I remember. Have a summer party. So it'll be like low-key happy birthday at home and people might stop by and visit for a little bit but you know you feel bad with something like that i just have to keep telling myself i don't know it's her fifth birthday she probably won't really remember it or she'll remember it completely forever yeah as the year that uncle dusty wasn't able to come over yeah well, this summer you can come to the party party thing when we have the party party. I wasn't invited last year. Well, I can pull some strings this year. What kind of strings are we talking? These strings. The strings that are tied to my heart. Oh, the heart strings. Yes. I'll say, listen, Dusty has to come to your birthday party. What if I give you pneumonia again? Uh, it's the risk I'll have to take, Dust. You're a good friend. You're welcome. Ton, you know where my good friends always go? Where? 
to Lori Dawn Ceramics. Yes. That's where all my good friends go for all their ceramic needs. Yeah. It's really a one-stop shop. If you're in the in the market for ceramics, that's the place. That's the place. Lori Don Ceramics. We need to try to get Twitter Lori back in our good graces. Do we really? Well, I haven't talked to her in three years. Probably something you said. Three years? Or didn't say. Yeah, I haven't heard from her either. Well, just saying that typically isn't my fault. Really? Well, I'm so charming. I look real good today. Yes, you look real cool today. Pocket full of Benjis. <laughs> yep. Yes. Ton, you could also, if you're done buying all your ceramics and have any money left over, you could join us on Patreon. Oh, yeah. We've got all sorts of exclusive content and bonus shows and early access to all the nonsense. And all the old shows, like the real old shows. Real old smelly ones. You know the ones. They're all on there. All of them. Well, not yet, but they're slowly being released. Man. Are we back in time here? And it was a different time back then, too. (laughs) Just kidding. We're coming to the end of the program. thought we were going back in time there, but I realized we don't have time to go back in time. We do not. Which doesn't make sense, because if we could go back in time, we'd have more time, but now it's not the time to discuss that. I'm with you 100%. It's been great. I'm so happy to be back. I think I'll get even better as the weeks go on. You look real good today. (laughs) Thank you so much. I feel real cool today. Thanks to Rick Wakeman for being on the program. Somebody spread a rumor about next Saturday's show being extra metal. Really? So you might want to get some rest. Okay. Prepare yourself for that. Might be extreme. Take some extra vitamin C. Yeah. Do what you need to do. That airborne stuff or whatever. Maybe wrap your face in saran wrap. Keep it from melting off. Oh, okay. Face support. Something to think about. We'll see what we can do. In the meantime, uh, you could always go to thefivecount.com. There's probably like 7,000 episodes there you could listen to if you get lonely. There's a bunch of stuff on there. It's a website. Spend some time, click around, click on some stuff. Cost money. Just go look at it. Go try to find Billy Floyd shouts on Twitter and wish him a happy birthday. Maverick Shilly. Yeah. Maverick Shill Y. Hey, we're on Twitter also. Whatever. Check us out. Happy birthday, Shill Bill. Happy birthday, Cam. And happy birthday, five years old to my little Sophia. Happy birthday, everyone. Here's the true punks. The ageless, handsome true punks. See ya. Now, boys and girls, turn the record over.